Welcome to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today on the podcast, we are speaking with Stefano. Originally from Italy, he came to the UK to do his MBA at Warwick Business School and now works with fintech Multipay. He talks to us about why he did the MBA, his career path, and what he loves about working in the innovative payment space. Well then, can I ask you please, um, Stefano, just to start off by introducing yourself. So tell us your name, where you're from, and why you did your MBA. Oh, sure. Um, I'm Stefano and come from uh, Bergamo, that is a city in northern uh, Italy. It's uh, near Milan. And uh, I had my full-time MBA at uh, WBS, Warwick Business School. Thank you very much. So, Stefano, you started your career sort of working in the technical space. Um, can you just tell us a bit about that and what drew you to that career path? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I had to say that, uh, honestly, the first part of my career was uh, everything but planned because um, I was studying economics at the university uh, here in Bergamo. And uh, in the meantime, I was looking for an occupation, uh, so, you know, to be financially independent. And uh, so I started working full time uh, in a small company that was uh, 10 minutes far away from where I lived uh, at that time. And uh, this small company basically provided um, some kind of payment services uh, to banks and financial institutions. Then this company uh, was acquired by a multinational company. Uh, that was one of the world uh, payment leaders in providing payment pets and uh, also payment solution. And so I, fo- I followed my career uh, in this multinational company. Um, after, after a couple of, uh, you know, uh, really formative consultancy experience, I use, I use say, uh, within some uh, operations department of uh, a couple of large Italian customers, uh, uh, then I came back to Ingenico QA department, and a few years later, a few years later, um, at uh, uh, yeah, 28, uh, I took uh, the lead of the team, uh, and uh, also after a few other management roles within the Italian branch of the company, uh, in 2019, uh, uh, I finally uh, led a team of uh, 10 more people. Uh, and uh, we were responsible for uh, the payment software delivery to all the country's uh, banking customers. So this was uh, my last experience that I had in uh, this uh, multinational company because before, uh, you know, before disrupting a bit my life and uh, try to undertake my MBA experience. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's so true. I think that most of us, when we embark on our careers out of undergraduate, it's it's not really planned, right? There's so many factors that influence it. But well, certainly for me and most of like my friends at that age, it was it wasn't particularly um, like structured, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can plan everything in your life. Sometimes you have, uh, you know, uh, you have to choose according to your needs. Uh, at this specific uh, period of time and uh, so yeah this is the reason why I at the end I joined uh, the payment sector it was uh, completely uh, by chance I would say. <laughs> and so tell us about your, your next decision which which was the MBA what was it that made you decide to embark on an MBA program? Um, 
Yeah, probably the um, the thing that uh, really uh, pushed me to undertake this kind of journey was uh, um, the continuously desire to improve myself, and this is something that uh, I experienced uh, along all along all my career. I have to say, because I have always had the sort of need to grow both as a person and uh, as a professional. So uh, we were in 2019, uh, and uh, once I recognized that the position that I was covering in my company uh, didn't allow me to grow uh, as a manager, and uh, because of um, I recognized that I was improving only on my technical uh, on technical aspects uh, rather than on uh, the soft skills and something like that. Uh, so uh, I decided to seriously think about the best way to improve uh, as a manager uh, in uh, a more holistic way, you know. And uh, so I asked myself, uh, what's the best way to improve my soft skills and uh, try to become a sort of uh, a more effective manager, even outside the company, so outside my comfort zone. So um, <laughs> it was strange because uh, while I was running the park near where I lived at that time, uh, uh, it was a, a sunny evening in August, uh, in autumn 2019. Uh, the insane idea to undertake an MBA in a foreign country popped up in my mind. And uh, so despite all the challenges, uh, I immediately fell in love with this idea. And uh, on each of the following days, I had to say I did something to achieve this goal. Absolutely. Um, I have a question which is which is not on our list, but I'm I'm kind of curious because I I also work in the um in like the well the fintech space, um and I thought that when I started my career in this area I'd run into a lot of people that have done MBAs, and actually it doesn't seem to be kind of as as common as I was expecting. Did you find that it was kind of like a recognised path in the industry that you were working in, or were people more kind of is it is it perhaps less common? Uh, you know, the fintech uh, sector is something that is growing uh, at an impressive rate, I would say, in these years. Uh, you know, PSD2, uh, the, uh, the you know, open banking regulation uh, really uh, trigger a sort of uh, uh, impressive growing on the number of fintechs that we, that we, are, uh, that we have in the payment industry. So I think that's a recent, a quite recent uh, uh, phenomenon. And uh, I would say, uh, based on my experience, uh, many people that were that worked for uh, large payment incumbents or uh, in uh, banks or uh, investment banks uh, sometimes decided to found their own startup or uh, to uh, joining to join. Uh, Startup with a promising future uh, in C level, C level position, and so on. So probably this is something that uh, uh, something in common uh, that we have uh, in the fintech sector. Yeah, that makes sense, and I guess it's something that will probably change. Like as you say, that sectors it did kind of explode after after PSD two, but it's still growing and, and kind of evolving in terms of like what a fintech is and, and how we define it as well. You did your um, your full time MBA at, at WBS? Tell us about um, why you chose that particular program and how your experience was. What were the the highs and the lows? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, 
you know, uh, WBS is one of the best business school in Europe, uh, according to uh, different rankings. Uh, and uh, so since the beginning, it was uh, one of my three top choices. Uh, um, basically, uh, I was attracted by the fact that uh, it was uh, WBS uh, um, is a really heterogeneous uh, environment in terms of uh, young professionals with different backgrounds uh, that comes uh, that come from uh, every corner of the world so this is uh, something that i was looking i was really looking for so the opportunity to deal with uh, such professionals uh, and uh, with a really heterogeneous background and uh, because i think that uh, diversity is one of the um, you know is one of the benefits uh, uh, that we have uh, uh, during an MBA program. Um, the experience at the beginning was uh, completely overwhelming, I would say, uh, because uh, I really disrupted my life, I have to say, uh, because I moved in the campus, so I stayed uh, in uh, the WBS campus, and uh, it was, of course, a thousand kilometers far from home without uh, knowing anybody. I didn't know anybody when I um when i joined the mba program so and also the language wasn't the last of the problems i had to say because the english uh, the english that we are used to speak here in italy is uh i would say is barely enough to order a sandwich and a coke at subway uh, and uh, surely it is not sufficient to be fr- proficient uh, proficient in subject like leadership or marketing and um and actually also the academic stuff uh, uh, was not so easy uh, I was not uh, ready uh, to all the case studies, the materials that we had to prepare in advance for the lessons. And uh, so I found myself spending hours every day to work on this task, uh, as probably also uh, my fellow my fellows did. So in the first six weeks, uh, there wasn't a day there wasn't a day in which I didn't think uh, I didn't think what the hell I did uh, or. Uh, uh, I didn't regret my choice, uh, but uh, you know, I, it was just a matter of time. Um, so after a few weeks, uh, I familiarized with the fellows. Uh, I adapt myself to, a, to the academic pace, uh, and uh, also, uh, most important of all, uh, I found extremely interesting the arguments uh, I was learning. Uh, but um, yeah, this is uh, the first part of the experience. Unfortunately, after turn one, uh, the business school had to, t- to take the tough decision to switch everything online uh, due to COVID-19 pandemic and uh, also new government policies. And so I had to leave the campus and came back in Italy, where uh, I stayed during all term two and the majority of the term three. Uh, but uh, uh, I had to say that... Um, uh, WBS in this situation uh, proved outstanding because uh, it was able to manage the situation in the best way possible. And uh, obviously, apart from the lack of in-person experience, uh, that uh, is one of the added value that is provided by a full-time MBA. But I have to say that uh, both the academic content uh, and also the career networking uh, opportunities uh, were uh, the same that, than in person. So. And actually, at the end of the day, 
uh, all of us uh, felt like uh, this further challenge is a uh, challenge of uh, technical lessons and events online that was uh, another uh, kind of growing opportunity. And so uh, we tried to took the positive of this uh, unfortunate situation, as I would say. Yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. And the point you made at the start as well about kind of it being a a life disruption to come and do this. It's a really good point. And it's probably something that kind of gets forgotten. You know, people aren't just kind of getting used to being back in the classroom and learning new things. It's also a lot of people relocating. Um, You know, you're getting used to kind of like to not working. Um, It is, it's hugely, it's a hugely like, transformative and, and fast-changing time isn't it yeah exactly i think that uh, um you know prepare uh, uh, the manager to deal with uh, uncertainty and with with uh, some kind of situation that can change literally overnight uh, and you as a manager are required to take decision in these kind of scenarios absolutely Okay, so one of the reasons that we're we're here today is to talk about innovation, um, a particularly sort of hot topic in the in uh, in the space. And um, so I'm going to hand over to Kristen now, and um, he's going to ask some questions about that. So great story so far, Stefano. Thank you. Um, and I, I definitely echo Marie's point about you know how, how transformative doing the MBA is. Um, so. You've done your MBA and you've come out of it. Uh, and now in your new role, you are heading up innovation for a mul- the multi-pay group. Um, what made you choose this area and how did you prepare for this career path during your MBA? Uh, yeah, uh, very interesting question, actually. Um, I would say that uh, uh, even for the, we can say that the an, an undertaking an MBA provides uh, probably the closest academic experience to the job world. Uh, there are a lot of networking opportunities that really uh, can give the sense of working uh, uh, for a company uh, in whatever sector is. So it's uh, really, and also the um, case studies that we uh, that we studied uh, during the MBA provide a concrete feeling about uh, working in a company and about the main challenges uh, uh, that um, can um, that we can have as a manager within the company.